You're listening to Canada's Court, your home for all your Canadian basketball needs. Here's your host, Philip Drost. Well, it's a very rare time in Canada. Most Canadians uh, may be watching the NBA Finals instead of thinking about the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that's thanks to Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. On Saturday, the Raptors made history with their Game 6 victory over the Milwaukee Bucks, and Toronto erupted. Now, one last opponent, the defending champions, the Golden State Warriors. Vivek Jacob follows the Raptors for Yahoo Sports. He's written some great stories throughout the playoffs, and he's with me on the line now to talk about it. Vivek, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. First of all, uh, take me back to uh, what Saturday was like for you uh, when the Raptors got that Game 6 win. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, there were some tense times, the tough start in the first quarter. The Bucks went up 31-18. to 18. Um, You didn't feel too bad about it just because of the way Game 5 went as well, with the Bucks taking control early, but it seemed like they weren't going to break this time because they were able to sustain in the second quarter and then the third quarter they go up by as many as 15 um and then the game really started to turn when Kawhi Leonard just seemed to take matters into his own hands and took over the ball game and that's when the crowd really started to get into it everyone could sort of sense that the Raptors uh, sensed an opportunity there and took, they took full advantage cut the lead down heading into the fourth and then obviously early in the fourth uh that was a key stretch as well without uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, with him sitting on the bench to get those big buckets from uh, Pascal Siakam, from Norman Powell, from Fred Van Vliet, guys who have developed with the Raptors 905. And so for them to come through, that was big. For Kyle Lowry to lead them. And then again, you know, for Kawhi to take over the way he did uh, for the rest of that game, that big dunk on Giannis Eskin, um the Scotiabank Arena basically lost their minds. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's when you sensed that, you know, the the, the, you could really taste the end finals. And then, uh, obviously, it, it felt like maybe the longest eight se- seconds in Raptors franchise history with, you know, with the Bucks fouling and all the reviews and whatnot. But it was well worth the wait. Uh, you know, you wait 24 years with another eight seconds. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, well, once that happened, it was just bedlam outside uh, the arena streets. You had people, you know, jump jumping onto uh, street signs and climbing them and everyone just going crazy. Um, they, you know, I, I had a post-game show that, that we do for Yahoo. And frankly, towards the end of the show, we were just happy. Uh, we were just hoping that we'd have a city to go back out to. <laughs> um, and fortunately there was one because uh, frankly, I think the Raptors have a pretty good shot at getting another four wins. And what's it been like watching uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard throughout these playoffs? This has really been quite an incredible run. It's been special to watch. You know, I've had friends uh, that I've talked to, and you know, they've all they all seem to have that same uh, opinion of you know this is something that you know thirty years from now, fifty years from now, they'll tell their kids, their grandkids that you know they were able to witness Kawhi here in Toronto play at this level for Raptors fans. They're so used to seeing other players, you know, come into this building in Toronto, whether it be LeBron James and, you know, the jokes about LeBronto. And so for now that the tables to finally turn and have a player of this caliber, who quite frankly, 
has looked like the best player of these playoffs. Uh, For him to be wearing a Raptors uniform, it's been ordinary, you know, especially when you look back on the regular season. If there were any question marks, it was over the fact that he played 60 games and all the load management and you were, you know, does he have that extra gear? How much of this load management is actual concern for his injury from the year before? And, you know, he himself said that, uh, the 82 games are something that he considers as practice and that the playoffs are time to l- lace them up. Uh, that was his quote. And he's he, he's definitely, he talked the talk back then, he's definitely walking the walk right now. Do you feel like it will matter when, when Raptors fans look back on this playoff run, do you think it will be either tarnished if he decides that he, he wants to go elsewhere? I don't think so just because of the fact that the Raptors at this point have done everything that they can possibly do as an organization to keep him here. They've catered to his health. Uh, They've addressed all his needs. They've put a tremendous team around him. They've proven that they're willing to do whatever it takes to win by, you know, especially when you look at the the trade for Marcus Hall and the, the depth that they sacrificed in order to do that. So, if the Raptors, especially at this point, to have made the NBA Finals, if he chooses to leave from here, especially if he does leave for LA, um, which is the rumored destination, then you know you, there's nothing you can really do when a player just wants to be home. You know, uh, it, he obviously has family ties there. Um, there's the personal connection. You know, maybe on some level, you know, having, having lost his father at a young age, maybe there is uh, a feeling uh, that. He wants to do something special for his city. Um, And so there's nothing that you can really do about that. Uh, So at this point, the Raptors have frankly done everything. Uh, In terms of the things that they control, they've done everything that they can possibly do. You know, maybe maybe if they lost in uh, the second round or even in the East Finals, you'd say that they maybe fell short of expectations. But now to be here in the NBA Finals, uh, they've done everything they can possibly do. How quickly did the team move from this is amazing, we just made the finals to let's get the championship? It actually moved on pretty quickly, and I think that's the biggest strength of this team. And I think in a lot of ways that's what carried them over the Milwaukee Bucks. You look at the Bucks team, you know, 60-win season, Giannis Antetokounmpo looking like he will likely win uh, the regular season MVP award, but you did get the sense, and Mike Budenholzer, coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, said after that game six, after they lost, that they felt that this was just the beginning for them and that they that the best was yet to come. And for the Raptors, you know, I think they really are embracing the fact that this might just be their one crack at it, that they might not have another opportunity like this again. And so they are doing everything possible to make sure they win this championship. And so... You know, by all means, they enjoyed the night. Uh, they celebrated the win on their home floor. They went out to Jurassic Park and, you know, saw the fans and the celebrations. But uh, Kyle Lowry said at practice, uh, and Nick Nurse said it as well, once the next day came around, it was all business in preparing for the Golden State Warriors. Now, how important are these first two home games going to be? I know Kevin Durant's ruled out for at least game one and, and potentially game two. Who knows what what's happening there? But uh, how important are these first games at home? Yes, I, I, I do think the uh, 
the first game is pivotal. We've seen, you know, the, the Raptors have quite the uh, game one record uh, when it comes to the postseason. And so getting off to a good start, I think, can set the tone for them, especially with Kevin Durant officially ruled out for game one. He is on the flight to Toronto, so there is a possibility that he may be available for game two. That's one of the advantages uh, the Warriors have now in terms of recovery because, uh, you know, with the finals here, you've got a game being played every three days so that there's that little bit uh, of extra rest that guys can sneak in um, and recovery in the case of Kevin Durant. So I think it's absolutely essential that they take game one on their home floor. And if you do that, you know, who knows, maybe you even force the Warriors to rush Kevin Durant back uh, less than 100%. And then if he doesn't play, now you've got a great opportunity uh, to go up 2-0 um, and put the Warriors up against it. Because I think, especially when you look at this Raptors team, the way they've defended throughout this postseason, to win four out of five games, I don't care how good you are. As good as the Warriors are, you know, their fifth time in the finals, uh, they've won three out of four. To beat this Raptors team four out of five times, if you can win those first two games, uh, that's going to be a tough hill to climb, for, even for the two-time defending champs. Now, I've been thinking about this for a bit, and, and I wonder what your thoughts are on this. But, uh, of course, the Warriors, I mean, there's no question how great they are. They've won three of the last four championships, and the Raptors, this is their first trip to the finals. But do you think there's a difference there in the sense that the Raptors, at least in my perspective, should be more hungry for this? You know, they, they haven't won. I mean, uh, Danny Green and Kawhi have, but other than that, no one's won a championship. Meanwhile, the Warriors... This is their uh, fifth straight time playing as much basketball as you possibly could in the playoff in uh, in the season. Yeah, I think there absolutely is something to that, and I think that's part of why um, I wouldn't look at this Raptors team as you know your typical uh, first time ever finals appearance. You know, we've seen it before where maybe you know back when Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and James Harden and Serge Ibaka went to the finals for the first time against the Miami Heat you could really see the difference uh, you could really see experience be a difference and uh, play a role play a factor in deciding that series but here you know when you've got Kawhi Leonard who's already won a finals MVP you've got Danny Green with championship experience you've got Serge Ibaka who's already been to the finals you know Kyle Lowry's been waiting for this moment a long time Marcus All you know uh, he's been in this league a long time. He's played in big Western Conference games, but I think, you know, an X factor for him is the fact that he's played in big international games for Spain, and he's won uh, tournaments for his country. So I think that matters as well. So um, there is a hunger, um, but at the same time, you know, the veteran experience that they have uh, matters a great deal. On the Warriors side of things, you know, I, I do expect uh, a significant uh, level of hunger as well, just because you know, part of why they chased Kevin Durant and part of why Kevin Durant went to the Warriors is to be remembered as one of the greatest teams of all time, if not the greatest. And so that is what is at stake for them. If they get out of this, you know, having won four out of five titles, um, having won uh, three in a row, you know, that will put them up there with, you know, those Chicago, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen's Chicago Bills, you know, the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq, San Antonio, uh, you know, with those Tim Duncan, Monagelli, and Tony Parker teams, you know, the Celtics and Lakers uh, of the past, you know, those Larry Bird and Magic Johnson teams. So they, they, they should have 
a tremendous level of hunger as well. That's why I think you know this, this could be uh, an all-time series as well. Uh, who do you think will end up uh, drawing the very fun defensive assignment of guarding uh, Steph Curry and then, of course, Clay Thompson? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that is going to be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. When Nick Nurse was talking about it at practice, you know, they, they were specifically talking about that Steph Curry, Draymond Green pick and roll that, you know, has, has caused nightmares for teams around the league. And so I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Danny Green pick up the assignment initially uh, on Steph Curry. You know, maybe you have a uh, Pascal Siakam on Draymond Green or maybe even a Kawhi Leonard just because of how lethal that pick and roll can be. And so, you know, when you look at the chemistry that Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard have shared for years, um, the experience that they have playing together, maybe putting those two in a situation like that uh, is to the Raptors' benefit. And at the same time, Nick Nurse said, you know, hey, we were looking at film. There were certain plays that we looked at, and we said, hey, there is one way to guard this, but we're going to have three or four different options that we can go to because if the first one doesn't work, we need to be able to change things in a hurry. And that's the great. That's what makes this Raptors team so great defensively is the fact that they are so versatile and they have so many different looks that they can go to. And one of those defenders who uh, we haven't been able to get a see throughout the playoffs, OG Ananobi. Has there been any word on what his uh, timetable is at this point? Yes. So Nick Nurse uh, spoke with the media uh, on Monday yesterday, and so he said that he OG Ananobi is about 10 days away from returning to the court. So that would put him in line for possibly a game four return, if not a game five. It will be interesting to see if they're willing to throw him into the fire at that stage, you know, having missed so much time to put him into what could potentially be, you know, a pivotal game four or game five where, you know, if the series is at 2-1 or 2-2, is, is it really something you're willing to risk at the same time? You know, if he, if he is ready to go, then that's another body that the Raptors have that, that, is, that can defend multiple positions. And, you know, I, I think the X factor with OG Ananobi is the fact that, you know, it does allow Nick Nurse to potentially move Pascal Siakam uh, to play some center minutes, which the Raptors might need against this Warriors team that can play very small and get up and down the court pretty quickly. How much stock do you put into the fact that the Raptors uh, won the season series? Uh, not at all. That's what I thought. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if there's a if there's a franchise that should know just how much regular <laughs> season success uh, carries over to the postseason, it should be the Raptors. And especially when you look at, you know, the fact that both Steph Curry and Draymond Green missed the first game in Toronto, and then you go to the second game, even though the Raptors won by 20, Kawhi Leonard wasn't there for that game. Andre Iguodala wasn't there either. So. It's hard to take too much from those two. Yeah, fair. That's uh, that's that's kind of how I felt. But I don't know maybe you had a hot take you wanted to put out there, so uh, I had to ask. Um, well, what... The one thing, the one thing I will say, um, uh, with regards to that is, I would I would much rather have the confidence of knowing mm-hmm. that you can go to Oracle Arena and win, um, than say if you've gone there and you've been beat a bunch of times. You know, the Raptors hadn't won at Oracle Arena in a really long time. Um, I believe the last time they had won there before this season was, you know, 2003 or 2004. So I think to get that monkey off their back was really important. Um, just, just, you know, just to get that maybe, you know, monkey off your back. 
That's a, that's a great point. Um, do you think, what do you think, I know this is kind of a, a big question, but what do you think is going to be the key if the Raptors uh, want to take home the Larry O'Brien trophy? If you could sum it down to kind of just one sort of thing. Um, can I give you three? You absolutely uh, can. You know what? Three, three sounds good. <laughs> so first, uh, you, you know, there, there are two big cliches uh, when it comes to the NBA. And the first is that defense wins championships. And so if the Raptors are going to win the Larry O'Brien trophy, the defense that they've played throughout this postseason uh, absolutely has to sustain in the post in, in this, in this finals against the Golden State Warriors. Um, uh, they've had the number one offense uh, in this postseason. So that absolutely has to continue. Uh, number two, um, the, being the best player, having the best player in the series uh, that has uh significant bearing on the outcome of a series as well so Kawhi Leonard has to be the best player in the series not Kevin Durant not Steph Curry if the Raptors are going to win the championship uh Kawhi Leonard absolutely has to be the best player and has to win finals MVP the third thing I will say is the bench the bench has to sustain uh what they gave uh the Raptors in the Milwaukee series Fred Van Vliet Norman Powell um Serge Ibaka and potentially OG Nobi if he comes back and you know don't be surprised if you see Patrick McCaw get some uh, floor time as well, just because of his size um, to go up against a guy like Sean Livingston and his experience having played with the Warriors, you know, he knows exactly what they're about. So uh, the bench will be pivotal. It definitely feels like the, the Raptors are peaking at the right time. I mean, winning four games in a row against Milwaukee in the way that they did uh, was quite incredible. And you got to think that gives them a lot of confidence going into the series. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one thing they really draw strength from is the fact that this is a team that might be one of the smartest teams of all time. When you look at the collective basketball IQ across Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green and Marcus Gasol, you know, Pascal Siakam, you can put him in that mix as well. Um, and you look at the fact that they've faced a series deficit in each round, you know, down 0-1 to Orlando, down 2-1 to Philadelphia, down 2-0 to Milwaukee. They find a way to figure things out, um, and you don't do that if you're an intelligent, mature team that takes each game as it comes. And so I think that's the biggest thing that they will draw strength from uh, heading into the finals. Absolutely. it's uh, As you said, it's got the potential to be uh, an all-time series, and uh, I really appreciate you coming on to chat about it. And for people who are hoping to pay attention to the series, I strongly recommend they uh, follow you for all your great content. Vec, I, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Phil. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. That was Vivek Jacob, editor at Yahoo Sports. You can follow him for coverage on the NBA Finals. And please uh, remember to rate and review this podcast and, of course, share it with your friends. That's all for this episode of Canada's Court. Thanks for listening.